Great, great introduction. Small state, big takes. Episode seventy-four. I think we, seventy-three. Oh, I think we had seventy-three, no, we did. We aka did the Joe Thomas episode last week. Oh fuck! Some host you are, you fucking scrub. We got a Good big, one, Steve. big cast today. <laughs> We've got all four members of the Small State Big Takes crew, plus a couple of special special guests. Uh, you guys have been familiar with Al Nahigain lately from, uh, uh, he's got a few podcasts, uh. big Twitter following, <laughs> and of course we've got the infamous Terry Cushman back in action, it's been a while, Every gentlemen, it's, we're going to be talking over each other all night, it's going to be wild, people listening to this are going to blow their goddamn head off, but you know what, we're, we're here, we are ready to talk socks, how's it going, any, any, first of all, we like to do this every episode. Everybody knows. Everybody here knows. Opening takes, random order. Whoever's got the biggest take, we'll just let them rip. That's how we'll get started. It, you're already losing your host status, by the way. It's wow. Steve Scott. What do you got? No, 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 yeah, no not, not tonight. No, I yeah, just said no, it. This is. It's got to be do. some order, so dummy. You're already no, no, no. getting Josh, the new host. Okay, I'm out. Jeez, See you guys. Have a good one. Josh, Josh what do you got? Holy crap! What do I got? I think I say tonight. One of us cries. <laughs> and it's the guy that just said that. Steve's going to be the one crying. I'll be crying no, in the it, corner. No, I already know what it is. I, I'm putting my money on it. The Vegas favorites are in. The odds are in. You're a two-to-one favorite. I'm crying right now, but on the inside. But I'm saying, like, <laughs> I'm saying like tears run down someone's face. Yeah, you. Yeah, probably. <laughs> All right, what you got, Al? Give me a, give me a take. Let's, let's pass off the ball here. Let's go. All right. Um, have any of you guys seen Uncut Gems yet? I'm assuming some of you have. Yes. No. 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 So you did. Okay. So Steve, this is really only directed to you. My big take <laughs> is that that ending was fucking bullshit. I hated the ending of the movie. I won't spoil it for the other guys who haven't seen it yet. But if you go see that movie, the way it ends, it just shouldn't have happened. And for anybody that's listening that does know it, yeah, you know what I'm talking about bullshit it shocked me it shocked me i'll say that it was ridiculous all right who's next al throw throw out a name oh i'm throwing out a name uh yeah. i, I want to hear uh, i want to hear gilly's sweet voice well 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 you guys hear me yes no yeah oh well that's unfortunate <laughs> if only if only terry should be so lucky oh, <laughs> I was I was considering breaking into song when Oliver said it's been a while and singing it like a was it stained is that stained or Creed or is it a little it's stained? stained. Is it's it been stained? a while. Is it really? No, no, it sounds like Nickelback. Hold my head up high. Um, big takes. All right, well we're we're gonna get it onto all the Red Sox and Mookie stuff. And we're gonna we're probably gonna hash it out. We might we might exercise. Young Terry over here. He might he might not look the same after this podcast. After we're done with him, <laughs> I hope they took a photo at dinner, Terry, because your girlfriend's parents might not remember what you look like. 
Gilly coming in hot. <laughs> um, but non-Red Sox, non-baseball related big take. I will say, I'll go out on a limb, and I'll say that the Celtics are going to make the Eastern Conference Finals. I feel very good about the Celtics team. They're finally healthy, and they look hungry and ready to roll. And, yeah, they won last night, beat the Thunder by one point. God, I... Backdoor cover by the, the Thunder. Chris Paul heaved up a three as time expired to make it a one-point win instead of a four-point win, which cost me a little bit of money. But uh, other than that, things are fine. Up until the betting portion, I loved every word you said, Gilly. <laughs> Beautiful. So happy. Terry doesn't know what other sports are. He doesn't know anything besides ba- besides what a baseball is, so it's okay. But, yeah, no, I give him credit. He did say he was trying to follow the Celtics this year, so I'll give him credit. I How's that, that going, Terry? Well, baseball's kind of taken over, but, you know, when the Celtics uh, get into the playoffs, I'm, I'm sure I'll get into it. I, I'm fair weather. I'm not, I'm not going to sell myself as more than that, so. That's fair. That's exactly how I am with the Bruins. Bruins, it's yeah, I, I, which I feel guilty about. I was having a conversation with that someone re- about that with someone recently, where I was like, I don't think I'll ever really be like a full season hockey guy just because I don't have the background. Um, but come playoff time, I'll be coming around, pretending I know how to pronounce Pastor Knox's name. Remember that time uh, Martin Lou <laughs> s- sent a cake with a bunch of penises drawn on it to the Chicago. Uh, radio station. I do. <laughs> I just like that. that was that was epic. And then and then Dennis Callahan in the morning were demanding that Mutt and Lou both get fired. I'm like, dude, those are your boys, man. Uh, no wonder that must be where Pedroia got it. But oh, oh. oh. and the shots are already firing. <laughs> I'm with you, Terry. Wow. (laughs) God. Poor guy's trying to be a player manager, and Terry can do nothing but... Six minutes in. It took six minutes to take a Pedroia shot. He's he's pissing on Pedroia's grave right now, even though he's not dead. His playing career grave. Yeah. That's not dead either. We're the the king of of a podcast that calls people dead when it's way too early. Don Ulrich's family has contacted us. All right, so I don't feel feel as bad. Okay, I don't feel as bad now. Okay. John O'Leary is literally dead. I can't believe General Rude died. It's so unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, that is like, that is that is pretty is bad. With him. That's that's pretty oh. bad. Honestly, I hope did he die? Out. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, well, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay. This is from like one of our first ten episodes. For some reason, uh, okay. John O'Leary just I, became I get dead. It now. He just he just became dead. He, he died oh, somehow. <laughs> He didn't die, though, when I had but a... he didn't die. He just became dead. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think it was when we had a lot less followers. That... What was that, Josh? <laughs> I think it was because we were talking about putting Oliver in a coffin. For what? Right. With basketball. Oh, yeah. How'd that turn out? Oh, let's not go there. Why I'm not? Just saying. <laughs> Fuck y'all. I want to hear Terry's big take. 21 to 5? 6. Ooh. Six, give all right. Give me, give me the point. Uh, we'll give him one. <laughs> Terry, you got a big take? Do you want it to be a happy one or uh, no? Know, or, just lay it or, no, give it, no, give us a, a happy story. one. A happy one wouldn't be a Terry one. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Uh, Chris Sales' career could be over. Oh, Let's go. Hey, 
He'll have the, the two or three year denial. I just okay. he's he had the PRP injections and and works on some guys, but I don't think it's going to work on one of the most violent deliveries I've ever seen. And you can put him in the bullpen and maybe get 60, 70 innings a year out of him. But the Red Sox aren't going to do that because they don't want to admit they goofed up, you know, a $150 million contract. <laughs> I hope I'm wrong. I love Chris Sale. I don't hate him the way, you know, I do the, the other guy I just made fun of. But um, I just – You don't even say Petrarch's name. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I think Chris Sale, if Chris Sale was a Red Sox player in 2012, he would have went to Johnny Pesky's funeral, though. I have no doubt about oh, that. Jesus God. <laughs> his wife was pregnant. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. It's, cr- it's just that's- so crazy that you hold that over his head, and that's like something you actually pull out as an argument as to why you hate Dustin Pedroia. Uh, it's incredible. Terry, I'm handing in my resignation papers as the next <laughs> podcast co-host uh, tomorrow. You'll receive those via email. Okay. Holy shit! <laughs> you know what? I have a report, big take, and this is this isn't meant to hurt you, Terry, but I genuinely mean this. Uh, that's fine. Go ahead. <laughs> I big take. I think this Mookie trade is going to cause you have to have to rename the podcast. You just have to. No. No. Come on. Yeah, yeah, not- keep it that. No. No? She's going to remain the bet. How? How are you going to do yeah. that? You need another bet. Someone needs to change their last name. Benny well, and the Rest. You know, Benny and the Rest podcast. Ooh. The the Mookie Bets era, we're going to be we're going to be 60 someday and we're going to be telling our grandkids about those laser beams Mookie used to throw from right field and and how Terry Fishman ran him out of town. And how we should have paid him. <laughs> That's right, Terry. <laughs> that's right. You know what? He could sign back in a year anyway, so your podcast name might be fine. So I might rescind yeah, that. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold my comments on that until later. <laughs> well, awesome. the other thing is, I was going to rebuttal. He was talking about Chris Sale. Man, David Price sounds very good, doesn't he, after that take? Uh, hey, I'm not uh, – from a performance <laughs> standpoint, if he didn't wet the bed every time the Yankees came to town, yeah, I, I think Price is going to be a lot more durable. I think he could fit, like, the Verlander mold pitch well into his 30s, but wow. he never had the he never had the mental makeup for Boston, and Dave Dombrowski didn't understand that going into his first winter. You know, we got – he pitched to the level of his contract for one year. I listened to you guys not all that long ago, two or three months ago, tops say that's trying to trade price so that we could afford to pay Mookie. And then they get shipped in the same fucking deal. And, and then the Red Sox are paying half of it. They hate him that much. It's fucking criminals. What it is. David price deserved better. (laughs) To yeah, be a throw-in and a Mookie Betts deal. The only reason and why I, I would ever really get rid of David Price was to save Mookie Betts, and we fucking shot both of those down. That's why I don't agree with it whatsoever. So, <coughs> Also, uh, here's my big take of the the introduction, is that 
this whole, oh, I'm going to have to root for a guy named Jeter thing is so goddamn stupid. Yeah, amen. So stupid. Immediately, once it happened, like, I did my research, like, two weeks ago when these reports were coming out that it was going to be, not reports, but, like, rumors were saying it was going to be Verdugo, uh, Downs, and the other pitcher prospect they have, Gray. And I was like, huh, I like this Jeter Downs who's got some pretty good numbers. What, like, why, who names their kid Jeter? And he's named after Derek Jeter. I'm like, if this happens, it's going to be so fucking annoying. And boy, well, hey, the nail be- the head. believe me, though, the first three run bomb he hits Yankee Stadium, it's going to be a lot more painful for Yankee fans. Oh, yeah. I, I guess, but like, it's just his name. I, <laughs> I don't know. It's just weird. It's like, it'd be like if it's. <laughs> It'd be, it'd be weirder. Going downtown. It'd be weirder if like Carl Yastrzemski was on the Yankees and then he was raking against the Red. That would be pretty weird because it's Yastrzemski. It's you know my- actual bloodline, not just I love Derek Jeter, so I named my kid Jeter down. Like Jeter is obnoxious, annoying, overhyped. It was the most overused joke of the day yesterday. Oh, it was awful. Jesus. Oh. Hey, well, before- the Mookie Hoggers. Are in are in in t- insane stress right now, so they had to they had to let it out somehow. I guess, but that's not the way. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Hey, before we start talking Mookie trades, can we address the elephant in the room real quick? You Terry, call me fat. No, <laughs> Terry. No, no. <laughs> Jesus, Terry. Jesus Christ, Terry. No, but Terry, it does involve you. Okay, yeah, let's hear it. So. Steve Scott knows this because he was on my last podcast episode for Legends Lingo. We asked who your least favorite co-host was, <laughs> and uh, I want to hear this. I want to hear this aired out right now. I picked Say- Oliver, but I might have to re. I might have to rethink that because, as it turns out, as it turns out, I was going on Adam Gilly the other day, this fully was- confident it was Oliver. <laughs> It was awful. <laughs> it was me. And I do it again too, Terry. <laughs> that was... We will do it again. <laughs> when, 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 I, of time. when Oliver told me how like the Twitter account works with all you guys and like putting out tweets and everything, I looked back and I was like, Jesus Christ, Terry went after the wrong fucking guy. <laughs> and it's gonna it's gonna create all this unnecessary bullshit. And, and, but it, honestly, it made for great content and I was like, you know what? Hell yeah. When I come out on Monday, it's just gonna be a shit show. So I'm glad you guys I don't know if you're good, I don't know if you're not, but hey. Go ahead. I, I, I was just saying he has a lot of things that I think are extremely stupid. He says a lot of things that I think are very, very dumb. And it's nice that we can air that out with each other. I say a lot of things that he thinks are dumb. So, you know, it's just a back and forth of disagreement between the Boston Red Sox when it comes down to it. And it's good to have banter that's at least Terry is like kind of logical sometimes. When I'm arguing with Steve, I feel like I'm just arguing with a fucking wall. Oh, what are you talking about, Ollie? <laughs> Oh, yeah, I've taught you so much. Like, oh, like, you know, Steve, Steve, you're already ahead. Don't, don't, what? Just, how, wait, how don't do say ahead? anything. What? I got Steve's back. Thanks, Terry. No, I love Steve. And Steve knows he, I gave him an offer he couldn't refuse the other day, so it was all <laughs> That's good. That's true. 
wow, Ollie, I, I can't believe you you tear me down like that. Steve, but, half okay. the time we get in an argument, I literally just feel like I'm talking to a, a wall. I don't <laughs> name know how one, to describe it. N- name one argument where you felt that way. Next time it comes up, I'll be sure to note it. How about that? All right, you note it down, yeah. Because yeah. Well, I'll, I'll, just say I'll just say, I'll be like, Steve, I'm talking to a wall right now. Oh, actually, you know what? Here's one. Here's a here's an argument that I have that you disagree with me on, but I think Terry will agree. And I and Terry's here, so I'm going to air this out to him. Terry, during Pedroia's final healthy year, do you think he would have been an a decent utility player, playing a little bit oh of third base, God. a little bit of left field, a little bit of first? Like, do you see what I mean? I'm talking to a wall. I'm just asking. We'll see what he says. Uh, are you talking about 2017? Yeah. Well, I mean, he was, you know, mostly adequate, really. I, I think he was off the whole of August. And, uh, I mean, he didn't have any pop because of his leg. You know, he he couldn't drive the ball. And, you know, and I, I figured his career at that point was done. You know, listening to, you know, what his options were going to be to fix the knee, I just – the confidence and so would you want it to use just him to as be a clear, utility player and in, in what season 2017 steve said his most recent healthy season would you want him playing second well, base third base left field catcher pitcher bullpen catcher, catcher where do you want him catcher, come on <laughs> I, probably probably second base yeah i mean okay See, Terry uses like, logic behind his behind all right his all right theories. say the red sox like sign a good second baseman that's not pedroia Throw Pedroia out there at third base. So now we're just getting need. into ridiculous hypotheticals. I'm talking to a goddamn I'm just saying. wall. <laughs> this is conversations for the wall. <laughs> the, the, the funniest, the the funniest part about all this is that when Steve was on my podcast, he was doing nothing but praising you, Ollie. And now on here, he's just taking ricochet shot after ricochet <laughs> shot after ricochet shot. Whatever. And it's like I don't even know. I don't even know who he is anymore. You know, I'm a different man when I walk into the room with Ollie. That's just a part of the it's just part of the rules of life. But I don't know. I don't know. Ollie. Th- that was that was part of the basis of this podcast to begin with. Just so you know, that that very question was the argument that began this podcast. I think. True. Right, uh, yeah, it was Pedroia. Yeah. All right. Anyway, let's let's uh let's get into it. Sorry. To... All right. So yeah, I guess we can just get into Mookie shit. Um, pretty wild week. I guess first things first is takeaways. Which, which of the two accepted hypothetical trades do you prefer? Do you like the package they ended up with, or would you rather have the ones getting, excuse me, the Brewster dude from the Twins? Or how are we feeling? Um, Brewster. Yeah, Brewster. That's his name. Brewster. Yeah, Brewster. Yeah. His uh, last name was never going to work, though. His last name in Boston, I mean, it's his Gatorade. last name sounds like a fuel additive. It's Gatorade. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, yeah, that would have been a lot easier. It's not. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, that's how I see it. No. I mean, you would have to think the second trade package, right? Because you get Jeter Downs in there. That was one of the Dodgers' top prospects. And news alert, the Red Sox are going to need a second baseman in the future. So you might as well get a guy that was a top prospect in the organization that you're trading with. So, like, I don't even know how it can can compare to the first one. The first one, you're taking a chance on a guy that throws 101, a 101-mile-per-hour sinker, which I talked to Terry about this a couple days ago. Like, that's it could be harmful if he doesn't throw it properly. So I had questions about it. He also didn't miss bats. 
Yeah, exactly. It's easy. I don't know. It's guys that throw triple digits are more and more frequent these days, but it, what matters is the movement to be actually able to miss bats. And it doesn't seem like he does at like a low level. So hence why he's not higher up in the organization right now. I mean, and the Dodgers ended up with him too. Like what the hell? Yeah. And did you, did he literally, I, and I, I could be exaggerating this a little bit, but I think it was, he gained like 50 to 60 pounds over a one year period, like turning 21. That's wild. No, for- Four, 45 pounds over the winter is over what winter. this this past winter yeah this <laughs> past winter absurd. been there done that he's just one of the boys first, that's all <laughs> yeah, i've been one of the first guys to defend like i don't know cc sabathia's weight i think when he lost the weight he got way worse so sometimes it works for guys hey but, jason duffner damn. couldn't golf once he lost weight it's real Exactly, but still, that's crazy though. To like, get at age twenty one. Yeah, that's kind of frightening. I didn't know it was that bad. He's six one two sixty. I saw now though, and that's that's me plus sixty pounds. That's a lot of fat. It's a big boy. It's a big boy. I assume he's very strong too. But at the same time, like, <coughs> come on, guy. So, give me the second trade package that we actually got. Yeah. Obviously, I'm still not happy, and we can go into it after. But if between the two, I'm taking the second one. Uh, here's a question regarding that. I think I, yeah, I, it's, I agree as well. Um, I do like downs a lot, but, uh, is Verdugo going to be hard to root for with this story that came out about him last week? I, I, you know, I, I think he's going to be kind of hard to root for. We don't know enough though. That's the thing. It's murky. It's foggy. It's a little weird, but it's. I don't know. It's it's not it's like admi- I don't think it's admissible. I don't think you can just write it off completely. Well, one of my fears is what if he gets charged a year or two down the line? I I don't know what the statute of limitations are for the level of whatever the alleged crime is. But I mean, imagine last summer if the Red Sox were more in the race than we were. We all wanted a bullpen arm. Felipe Vasquez was the most attractive guy on the market he had the most years of control three or four later he's in jail for you know misconduct with a minor i think he's yeah. still in jail that's a nice way to put <laughs> like it like that i i think i cleaned it up a little bit yeah, a but little bit. Uh, but so that's in the back of my mind with verdugo but we don't know the facts like you know gilly was just saying and and I mean, if he's crushing bombs, <laughs> you know, people are going to get short memories and 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 whatnot. So, but I mean, he, he's a good player at face value. He's a good player. Put it put it this way: if the Red Sox are playing the Yankees in a Sunday night baseball game, and the Red Sox are down two in like the eighth inning, and Verdugo hits a three run home run to put him ahead, you think people are going to boo him in that moment? Yankee fans will probably not. Probably not exactly. Yankee fans, we know Ollie. We know Yankee fans. <laughs> yeah. We well, know how they are. No, I. <laughs> I took that a little literal, but you know what I mean. I, it's no, I do. I do. Uh, he's twenty three right now, right? He turns twenty four in May, and he's got four or five years of control left, right? Five, uh, five yeah, years. So yeah, five. plenty of time. The you know, he'll be twenty eight, twenty nine when he when his arbitration years are up. Yeah, I mean, 
to, I think, you know, Steve and I have talked about this in fantasy baseball terms, but he's essentially just like off- offensively. I don't know how he is defensively, but offensively, he kind of just seems like a Ben, like basically Ben Intendi. Like he, he, he likes to use. He the throws a ninety-eight field. mile an hour fastball. So he's got a cannon. He's got a cannon. <laughs> that's that's a, that's yeah. encouraging. We'll see how he adjusts to right field at Fenway because it's one of the hardest positions in baseball, I think. Hey, I got a big take for you. I think that Verdugo ends up in center field and Jackie Bradley ends up in right field. That is a horrible take. No. Watch it happen. I actually don't hate it. That is no. I don't think that's happening. Yeah, Why? I don't think so either. I don't think so. I think Bradley has more speed than Verdugo. I've heard he's not that fast. I've I've heard he's not that fast. Personally. It's a huge right field though. Right field is right more ground huge. to cover than center. Yeah. Right. And Fenway. Depending on the shift. Benny, Benny there first. Somebody who's actually been there. In center? Yeah. No. Or right. right. Benny's got a right arm now. Yeah, Benny's arm is Yeah, shit. it doesn't matter. I mean, it doesn't in, Fen- in Fenway, it does, yeah. I think. A little bit. Just yeah. because yeah. In left, left field, Benny, like, he, he can kind of get away with it. Benny's got to stay in left or center, I think. And if if you guys if you guys hate him in center field, look at it this way: he's going to be he has no worse an arm than Jacoby Ellsbury had, and or he Johnny was fine. Damon. <laughs> Damon had worse. Da- Damon's was bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, you could make up for it with the speed, though. Benny doesn't have true. the same level. He does. And Verdugo has basically a similar ceiling as Ben Intendi on a good year. So. You're you're basically gaining, uh, you know, an Andrew Benintendi type player, and I think it's gonna, I think it's going to work out fine. And our infield, I mean, Downs had in twelve double A games. That's all he managed to play at that level last year because he was in single A. But in twelve double A games, he hit five bombs, and you know he's got some pop. And so you're going to have that at second. You're going to have Bogarts at short, and you're going to have Devers at third. That we're gonna have a powering infield. But here's here's the thing about Verdugo that everybody is here's the one reason why everyone's gonna have a hard time rooting for him because he's always gonna be known as one of the players that was traded for Mookie Betts. That's what fans are gonna remember about him at least at the start at the at the, at the start of the 2020 season. All he's gonna be is one of the guys that was traded for Mookie. That's it. Fans aren't gonna give him a fair chance. I, I don't subscribe to that. I mean, I, I get I get the logic, but you 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 really think Terry that Mookie Betts, a, a star, a generational talent, the guy that the Red Sox just traded, and then this guy coming in, you really think that people are going to be open minded to having this guy and welcome him with open arms right away? Maybe in like May or June, maybe, but not right away. I don't think well, he's doing himself any favors either. That's the problem. No, so you're with the right. That, with the story that came out, yeah, I mean, no, nobody's going to take him with open arms. Of course right. not. But, no, I, you know, I get that. Like, you know, I think tr- the whole trading Mookie thing for him isn't the problem, you know, because I think everybody wants Mookie back. <laughs> so to have have that, you know, out there in the universe, that would be crazy. He's both. got a he's got a history of having, you know, character and work <laughs> ethic issues. I think Verdugo does. So it'll be interesting to see how he plays out here, how he handles the media. It it always is when someone new comes into town to see how they handle it, whether they have a you know Mookie Betts attitude, where they they he, or 
you know, he just says the right thing all the time. He's humble, etc., etc. Or if they have the Chris Sale attitude where he don't give a shit what people say about him, he's going to own up and say his own mistakes, you know, say his own flaws. You know, it'll, so I think it'll be interesting to see how he handles it, see how he performs. And at the end of the day, I saw your uh, your projected win totals, Terry. I think we're going to just hop on that right now. I want to go around to everybody. Projected win totals for 2020. I will start. Although they lose Mookie Betts, I still think you have one of the better offenses in the American League. Probably behind the, I'd say the, let's see, top third, I would say. They can still be a top five offense in the American League, I think. I'm going, um, I'm going like, I'm being optimist here. Pitching's healthy. Chris Sale, solid bounce back year in Cyan contention. I'm going 91 wins. Damn you. <laughs> Josh, would you like to go next? <laughs> Terry, no, next. no, I don't want to go next now because I had ninety-one. Okay, so well, I'll well, take the I'll I'll take the under. I'll go ninety. Okay, I'll be a little safer than that. I I like ninety-one. That sounds pretty good because that's an uptick in a couple of different things, and hopefully Verdugo and a couple of different things work out. So it's just kind of like all of last year. I was saying there's no way they can be this bad. Like the pitching, especially there's no way they can be this right. bad all year. And they were. So now I'm taking that mindset going into the next season. There's no way their pitching can be as bad as it was last year. Who knows? Maybe it will be. Right. And I'm dumb. I don't, we don't have know. a fifth starter. It could be. Hey, they didn't have a fifth starter for most of last year too. And it was bad. So you like I'm saying, uh, I think they're regretting not signing Rick Porcello right now, but we can get into that later if you guys want. Uh, Let's keep this win total thing going. We got 91. We got 90. Who wants to go next? Call a name out, Ollie. Just call a fucking Steve, name out. Steve, can you just man up, take your sack, okay. and go? 83. 83 wins. I think we're we're struggling. It's a, it's a fucking 500 season-ish. And then at the end, we win like two more, and it's fucking 83 wins. Okay. So, 83 and... What's that? What's that math? Eighty three and eighty one. Seventy nine. Seventy nine. Thank you. What? One sixty two. Wow. Oh, I'm thinking eighty two, eighty two. Sorry. Wow. No, Next one, Ollie. Yeah. Go back to math we class. Twenty twenty. One hundred and sixty four games this year. Well, who knows? There's about to be seven <laughs> playoff teams, so uh, I don't fucking know anymore. I want. I want to talk about that too. That's fucking weird. <laughs> oh, my notifications are blown up right now. God damn. Mr. Popular over here, Jesus Christ! Yeah, it's all mm-hmm. it's all angry Dodgers fans. Oh, good, 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 good. Anyways, uh, Oliver Al- tweeting in the middle of this podcast. By the way, yep, sure am. I am too. Uh, yeah, Josh sent me a nice. I rep- actually not me. He sent everybody involved a nice reply. That was pretty funny. Um, <laughs> basically, I'll keep it to what I said to Terry on the Benny and the Bets podcast page. I said eighty eight. I think that the Red Sox won't be as terrible as everyone is making them out to be right now, especially if Sale is healthy and can go back to a similar season that he had in 2017 or even 2018. And I think with that and Rodriguez continuing to take a step up, maybe Evaldi's healthy. That one I know is a stretch. But like Ollie said too, Red Sox still have a very good offense. It's not obviously as elite, but – you know, I'll, I'll go 88 and 74 for the year. Maybe battling for a wild card. All right, before we get to Terry, Gilly, what do you got? I 
am going 86. I think this isn't – it's not that great of a team. Bullpen's not much better. Brandon Workman had the gear of his life, and we need him to, to do it all over again to be even have a relevant bullpen. Um, I don't know. I'm concerned. I don't – I don't know. It's It's tough. It's tough to see. JD is sad. Is he's he so going to be sad. motivated? He's going to opt out. He's going to be gone. We're going to have nothing. But um, but yeah, it's going to be a sad team, and that's why I think mid eighties is where where I fall with it. Terry, hit us with your. I think I know your number. I won't spoil it though. <sighs> well, you know, Verdugo's not as good as Mookie. Perez is not as good as Rick Porcello. Face value for Chris Sale is that he will go on the DL. You know, he had stamina issues in 2016, 2017, ran completely out of gas, had a relatively serious injury 2018, damaged UCL at the end of 2019. Uh, face value is that he goes on the DL. I I think we're going to slip below 570 wins for me. And it could be much worse. It, it it could it could definitely be much worse. So who finishes higher, Red Sox or Orioles? No, I think uh, the Red Sox for sure. It's uh, you know it's where Toronto finishes really. You know that's the the one team that could you know edge us out a little bit, but it doesn't matter. We're not we're not making the playoffs. I agree. We're fucked. <laughs> Mind you, Throw the uh, this is the same Terry Cushman that claimed himself to be an optimist at the beginning. Wait, was that at the beginning? Not for recording? 2020. You're, you're putting words into my mouth. I, I said, I said after uh, 2020, I'm, oh, okay. I'm much more an optimist. Nah, he's Terry. Nah, I'm on Terry's side. He's he's not wrong. I mean, it's not going to be great. I know I said 88 wins, but still, that's not like anything to write home about. Better than last year. Yeah, look at age. it this way too. Even if we were going to be competitive, you could make a case that the top three teams, the top three teams in all American League divisions, are capable of winning the wild card <laughs> or or getting to it. You know, I I think the Texas Rangers have taken a step forward. You know, by adding Corey Kluber, uh, um, you know, be good. Some people are saying that. Uh, Montez there could be a dark horse for Cy Young. And I think the Astros, despite the distraction, are going to be in it. I think the Indians are going to be much better than some people think, especially with Clevenger all year. Um, Shane Bieber emerging as an ace. They should have Carlos Corral. Uh, healthy. I think that's going to be a, a team to be reckoned with in that division. And the White Sox have made improvements as well. And I think Tampa might give the Yankees a run for their money. You know, it'll be interesting to see how Paxton bounces back from that back problem he has. But I think Tampa's going to have something to say. And if I'm wrong, and I wouldn't mind being wrong, you know, if you know the Red Sox are in the upper 80s, they, they'll have something to say about that second wild card. So the American League is better than it, it has been in, in quite some time. So, uh, Shout out to the sorry, go ahead. Padres are trading for Emilia Pagan. I couldn't believe right. the Rays traded him away for Manny Margot. That yeah, it's pretty mind. weird. That's, that was shocking. That was um, a weird trade. What? An elite reliever. Gone. 
They ranked the three Rays outfielders ranked second, fourth, and sixth last year in like a primary defensive metric I've read. So apparently they're just valuing defense in their outfield. So Kiermaier. Um, Renfro they traded for too, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. So Margot, Renfro, and Kiermaier. Meadows. So. Yeah. Meadows, yeah. Jose Martinez um, now. Isn't Severino suspended for a while? Right? Severino? Uh, no, I think it's Herman. No, you're thinking Herman. Like yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, fuck, I thought it was Severino. Yeah. Shit. Severino. He's a he's a wild card too though. He you is. know, he's never he's never he's never given a full six months, so you know, we'll we'll see. We certainly will. We certainly will. Come on, Ollie. Give us a fucking... <laughs> give, give us something to fucking... I thought you were the main host. I'm waiting for you. I'm, I'm giving you a chance. Why don't you get, get off it. your Xbox and host the podcast? Yeah. I, I'm actually yeah, not... I, I, I got a question for everybody. Let's go. Thank you, okay. Ollie. You're welcome. Okay. <laughs> Try to take the homerism out of it. Try to take any bias oh, no, out of it. Like possible. No, no, no Hold problem on. for me. Homerism. Well, well, no shit, Terry. We know that. Um, <laughs> odds that you think realistically, Mookie Betts resigns with the Red Sox next offseason. Six point nine percent. Nice. Like Fifteen percent. Not high. Okay. Uh, so we've heard Ollie. We've heard Gilly. Uh, Josh. Uh, taking the homerism out of it, a flat zero. Wow, really? You don't think there's any chance that, like, no. not even, not even I, one? I'm, I, I'm with Josh. I'm like trying to be totally honest with myself. Give like, me a one percent. Totally honest. Give me one percent. I can't, dude. I'm not. I'm not. No, doing I, I don't think it's gonna happen. I don't either, but I think it's more than zero percent chance. Why? I don't think so. Why? So why? Because I think so, yeah, they will. I, I think they will be in talks with him initially. They'll give him a phony offer like they did last time for an extension. They'll give him like, you know, th- th- 320 over 10 years and say, oh, we tried, and then walk away. Well, okay, so that 1% not tangible at all anyway. So that's why why I'm thinking about it that way. Like, if if we know that they're going to lowball him, even if it is like a three hundred and twenty-five million offer, he's just not going to take it. He is not going to budge. He wants to be the highest-paid baseball player, or right under Mike Trout, which they're not going to give him. So I'm saying it's going to be zero percent because we all know that the Red Sox aren't going to pay him that money. It's just not going to happen. All right, Josh. Uh... I think you're. I think you're correct. And but. To be a contrarian here, because that's all I'm doing. I'm going to say the the Red Sox have a fifty one percent chance of doing it. Wow! So Josh, I think you're right in the fact that he has zero percent chance, but also I think he has fifty one percent chance of signing. I see. This is the wall I'm talking about here. I'm talking about the wall. I I pre I prefaced by saying Josh is right and I'm wrong. This is a wrong take. 51%. So why even Red say Sox it? That doesn't make sense. Because maybe it happens, and I want to be the closest one to being right. 
Ah, uh, Steve, you, you poor fool. <laughs> you, know, you, you, you fool. You took the words right out of my mouth, Al. You never know. <laughs> I think to piggyback, actually, actually, I kind of want to piggyback off Terry and say if Chris Sale doesn't have a year, then he might be gone too, but that will significantly boost some of the odds. Maybe. Significantly. Yeah. Like, no. I think they, they would have to get rid of one of the pieces or like a two of with like oh god like Avaldi and Moreland say get him get rid of him in the last year of their contract you know just to make it happen we're fucked Avaldi yeah that dude is yeah no dude, yeah no dang. I mean I I personally again I see the potential in the bullpen definitely but I don't know well, that's always been my thing with him Yo, I have a take. I have a legitimate take here. I think I would rather have the Red Sox. I wish they would have traded Chris Sale over David Price. I know it's not po- it wasn't possible or whatever, but or maybe it wasn't. I don't know. But I wish they would have traded Chris Sale instead of Price. So yeah. let's see. Yeah. Terry, what were your odds? I don't know if we got to you. Steve eighty percent. Negative eighty. Fair. What are you? I'm 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 with Josh. I'm zero percent. No shot that he's coming back. I think even if the Red Sox gave him the best offer, I I still don't think he would come back. There's just something deep inside me that's saying he didn't want to be back for a reason. And there was something else. I'm sure you guys all saw this, but it was the day of the first trade that was supposed to go down. I think it was Jim Rice said he talked to Mookie, and Mookie said apparently he wanted Fuck to Jim stay. Rice. Do, do you guys do you guys buy that or no? Do you buy that? Put the- what that was, that was a counter move to the Red Sox owner Merlin and and putting a narrative out there that Mookie countered with a $420 million offer. And so Mookie wanted to kind of try to take control of the narrative, so he went to Jim Rice. And, you know, Mookie never – one time I remember him last September, I think it was the day after Dombrowski got fired, a lot of the – the guys gave interviews in the clubhouse, and that's the only time I've heard Mookie say he likes playing here. Other than that, he's been all business. He he hasn't really expressed anything towards Boston, and I I think he he's completely full of shit with what he said to uh, Jim Rice. I actually agree with Terry on that. I think it is posturing where he's just trying to position himself to look better in terms of like I don't know moving forward with Boston fans. So I do. I, mean, I will. What? Basically, all I was going to say was, what is he really going to say? Is he publicly going to come out and say, no, I don't want to be in Boston. I want nothing to do with Boston. I wanted to get the farthest away from here as possible. He's never going to say that. No athlete in their right mind is going to say that when they get traded, unless they're that much of an idiot. Which yeah, but he went out. I don't know. It's, it's kind of weird, though, because he's saying that as he's getting traded to another market. Like, what are the fans going to say? Oh, he doesn't even want to be here. What's the point? Like, you know what I mean? He's like, I want to, you know, he comes to, it's damage control at the end of the day, like you guys said. But at the same time, it's like he's about to go to a brand new team. And then after that, he's about to just go to the highest bidder next free agency. I think we're all well aware of that. So most likely he's going to go to two teams that he doesn't even care about playing for. It's kind of weird, supposedly, you know, from what he's saying. Whether you want to believe it or not is up to you. 
It's just a kind of weird situation, and also, fuck Jim Rice. Yeah, I, I'm not a Jim Rice guy. I hate Jim Rice. With a burning passion. So it's just a douche. What's if they're not going to sign, if they're not going to sign Mookie Betts next year, so I, I know a lot of people are talking about the money that's going to be freed up after they're out of the the luxury tax whole situation. If they're not going to get dinged on the draft pick, yada yada. What's the plan in terms of that money? Like I don't know. Are they spending? Are they not? Are they going full extend money ball mode? They're going to spend, and they're going to probably try to get some sort of pitching. Whether it's a couple bullpen arms, maybe a good, another starter. I mean, you need pitching to contend in this league. And right now, with all the question marks, Trevor wouldn't Bauer? it be smart? Marcus I would Schumer. love Trevor. I would love Trevor Bauer. Give, Give me, me Trevor Bauer. Bauer. I would, too. That's only going to be a one-year deal. So, Yeah, um, and that doesn't make a ton of sense for next year because I don't really know what we're going to be. I think 2022, we're going to – that's going to be a big year for us because Hauk will be in the rotation all settled in, probably Brian Mata. Groom should be getting close. So if you get – I and I love I Bauer as well. Day. Yeah, I, I love Bauer. So I just – the money will get spent on starting pitching, I feel like, for sure. Here are some names I, that are free agents next year. Guys, though. Yeah. Um, there's not many. They're all old. Jake Arrieta has a club option for $20 million, which will probably be declined, so he'll be a free agent. Tanaka, Jordan Zimmerman, Jeff Smarja, Cole Hamels, Jake Goodrizzi, Trevor Bauer. Uh, who else out here? James Paxson, Marcus Stroman, uh, Marcelo again. Yeah. There's just nothing too nothing too crazy. There's not a lot of options out there as far as pitching goes next year. Jake Goodrizzi is another name, right? Josh wants to see the Red Sox sign Cole Hamels. And then no, as, yeah. God fucking no. As far Please as hitting God. goes, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta. Cover I remember, him. I remember that. I remember oh, how, Robbie, how much you Ray? shit on him. That was great. Oh, oh if the Red Sox pay go. Robbie Ray next year, <sighs> I'm going to have such a tough time. Oh, that'd be gross. What if, what if John Carlo? I mean, he's not going to. But if, what, what if John Carlo doesn't pick up his option? He he's gonna he better. I know he's absolutely gonna. <laughs> he, he's yeah. No, yeah. There's no way he's making more than twenty nine million. No. That'd be nuts, huh? George Springer's oh, an interesting name. Bad fucking contract. Why? Not for the Red Sox. I'm talking. I'm talking about. I don't think ah. the Red Sox go after Springer's. You know, but he's gonna be thirty one. That'll be a, a interesting contract to follow. I think. Well, here's my thoughts on that. Uh, Josh Donaldson's going to turn 35 this season, and he got four years with an option, so at decent money. So, I think I think Springer's market's going to be more robust than people might expect for a 31 year old. That's fair, yeah. Donaldson yeah, but look at Marcelo Luna though. Poor guy signed for one year, 18. Yeah, he's got some character issues, doesn't he? something i don't know i don't know yeah he he made some comments as soon as he got to uh st louis last year and i don't know i wouldn't want him on much more than one year deal i would have loved if they got a different package give me prospects instead of like even verdugo like i don't know just go all in on dodgers prospects and then sign marcelo zuna instead to fill out a corner infields or outfield spot for like a year to year. 
Yeah, exactly. If that's if that's what it takes to get a guy like that. Oh. Tony Gosselin. I don't I don't know. I feel like we kind of glossing over that the Mookie trade a little bit. So I just got something I want to get off my chest. They did not need to make this trade at this time. That's what kills me. You can't are you right. would you, Terry, because I feel like you're gonna you're gonna fight me on this. Do you actually believe that that trade offer isn't standing there in July when the deadline is approaching and they have a better ability to kind of see who else is in the trade market? Maybe a team like the Cardinals or something like that is actually in the playoff hunt and they know for sure that the Central is theirs and they want to make a, a World Series run? Like, I, I, that, I just don't believe that it's, it's not there or a similar trade. It's not well, like we got crazy value. Look at the trends, though. The the Orioles did get a nice package for Machado a no, couple years ago. I ro- no, okay. Well, it seemed you know the temperature <laughs> we went, we went over this the writers. Before. Well, at the time, the writers weren't criticizing it. You know that that I could remember. They were also and, so bad, and their 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 ranking jumped a little bit uh, at the time as well. So. But if they didn't, that's just going to support my argument now. Um, so the the Machado trade happened. Zach Grinke happened last year. But you're not seeing the epic July trades that we used to see, you know, six, seven, eight years ago. And Bryce Harper, they put him out on the market the, the day of the deadline. No, the night before the deadline, excuse me. And... <sighs> They pulled him right back the next morning because nobody was offering anything for Bryce Harper. And that same night on the 30th, the Red Sox had a deal tentatively agreed to for Kelvin Herrera. And and the the Nationals reneged on that. So yeah, but that the, was, the, the Nationals didn't know the, if they wanted to try to contend or not. That was kind of a weird one off. And also that was the waiver deadline with Harper. I don't think they, they got the value that they were expecting. And Mike Rizzo was in a weird position. Like, if he had a bad year last year, he's probably fired by the Lerner family. But the point I'm making is it would have been risky to wait. And the Dodgers seemed motivated. The Padres were motivated for a little bit there and, you know, to our benefit because I think that made the Dodgers package a little bit better. But I I think the timing was right to do it now. And by also doing it now, we don't have to listen to the stupid contract talks. And because, <laughs> you know, your casual fan thinks, you know, probably thought they, he was going to be re-signed. So I, I moved him exactly how we did it. Going back to the Manny Machado. Going, yeah, just are you going to go into it? Yeah, you want to let me know if you know any of these baseball players to this day. Yusniel Diaz, who was the main prospect in the trade. Um, crickets, okay. Um, right-handed pitchers, Dean Creamer and Zach Pop, third baseman, Ryland Bannon, and infielder Bravak Valera. Diaz at the time, Yosnil Diaz was the center center point of the trade at the time. He was ranked the 84th prospect according to MLB Pipeline, and, and he's the only Dodgers top 10 prospect involved in that trade. So that's why yep. I just like it obviously just, they got five guys and five young guys. That's something to be said for that, but nothing. I don't know too I, crazy. I, 
I don't th- I to go off with your original point is waiting to the trade deadline is um I think you either trade him now or you try to compete in 2020 personally. Like try to really well, if you're compete. not good in 2020 then you can trade him, but that's the whole point too. It's like because this team could have been fine. We could have been literally we're we're talking about at least half of us are talking about potentially being in the playoff mix without Mookie Betts and David Price. Yeah. How good are we supposed to are we going to be with them? We should be at least in the contention for an AL card wild card spot. I agree. But I definitely agree. I think if, again, if, it comes down to ownership wanting to just get a little of that tax. Right. They want to be under the tra- under the tax. They don't want to lose the pick. They want to be able to to spend the money next off season for whoever they want. I don't know. But um I think this is the time to do it. I actually think it's too late. Like a couple weeks before spring training starts, I think is Probably too late. It probably would have been better to get this out of the way earlier, but obviously the offers weren't there. They were kind of. It sounded like they were kind of hot in November, and then they they went away for a while, and all of a sudden February hit, and they kind of just picked up, and here we are. So at this, I don't think going off what you said personally, there might be more competition to acquire Mookie Betts at the trade deadline, but I don't think that you're getting a Verdugo type who's an MLB ready player who's, you know, people like a lot at, as well as a top 100 prospect. I just don't think that's feasible. I wish they just kept him and competed this year and then, you know, shoot the, sh- you know, do whatever next year, but this is the world we live in. Living in hell. Yeah, basically. Red Sox wasted a year of Devers, Sale, Benny, you know, Bogarts. JD. Last JD. Year of JD potentially. Right. And we're also joke. kind of focusing on Mookie a lot, but I'm going to miss David Price a whole fucking lot. Whole Terry, lot. you got a comment? Terry as well. Will. Terry can't wait to. I'm going to miss his sarcastic ass replies to the media. I'm going to miss his. The only thing I won't miss about David Price is him pitching against the Yankees. Other than that, I want to miss about pretty much everything. I'm opening this wine for David Price right now. Hell yeah. <laughs> popping this cork for David Price. Pour one out for him, too, right on that carpet. Oh, Terry, I hope you're showered with David Price-related gifts for your upcoming, your next birthday. I don't know when your birthday is, personally, but... <laughs> Funny story, like... Two or three Christmases ago, I told my mother, you know, I said, well, just get me, you know, a Red Sox shirt. But, you know, and I told her the names I wanted. And, of course, she forgets. And she's at, like, the store in the mall. So she has to call me. She goes, she goes, hey, uh, I'm at the mall. What are the names of those two players you despise? (laughs) And I'm like, Dustin Pedroia and Dave Weiss. And I'm like, I'm like, don't get me any name that starts with a P. And that's funny. Hang Whoa. on. Yeah. What if you got Johnny Pesky? Yeah. Can... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where were you? That's fine. Where were you on that day, Terry? Were you in attendance at the funeral, by the way? God. What did you have better uh, to do? Uh, yeah, I, I was there. Yeah. Hang on one second. I'm about to show you one of the most awkward Christmas presents uh, that I got ever. And uh, I'm embarrassed I still have it. But uh, the the way I got this in 2015, okay, three years after he was gone. Can, can you see this? Oh my this gosh! Oh. 
Wow. Photo? Yeah. What is? Is that a canvas? That's so bad. Yeah. It's a canvas. <laughs> That's so bad. Oh, I happen to notice it's still in the packaging. Why? It's not on the wall? <laughs> I don't know what to do with it. It's just been sitting around since whatever. I don't put it on the wall. I mean, I've, uh, I'm not going to show you my living room. I got sock stuff all over the living room wall, flags, banners. I got my Yankee, uh, Flag with the, the spray painted around with the giant circle, the giant heart, and the Yankee flag. We found the real life Jimmy Fallon in Fever Pitch. We found him. He's right here. <laughs> yeah, I have a dog named Fenway. So, yep, yep, there it is. Yep, yep, yep. A lot of uh, a lot of things to go against the conspiracy theory that that I'm really a Yankee fan, which is hilarious. What's your, uh, favorite, what's your favorite conspiracy conspiracy theories about yourself, Terry? That you've heard, other than the Yankee fan stuff. Oh, uh, that's that's you know probably the only one really. <laughs> oh, it's I'm the uh, big, okay. Hold I'm on. a big gotta... conspiracy theorist in real life, though. Like, what's you your know, favorite conspiracy? So... Do, who killed Tupac? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you you want to know the one I'm obsessed with right now? Is, yeah. Hold on, can I guess? Yeah, go ahead. Is it the fact that the Chinese created the coronavirus and it got leaked out? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we gotta like. I did say something like that. You know, it was a ploy to stop the uh, protests. the The one that I'm obsessed with is uh, that missing airplane MH370. What do you think? The old uh, that happened that one. like years ago, right? Yeah, yeah, 2014. Yeah, the Malaysian. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, lost all over again. Am I right? What's your theory? Well, th- this isn't my theory, but I-, I find it intriguing, and it's it's out there if you look up. But the plane was hijacked by some type of military group. I'm not going to say who, and uh, it was landed on an island, a joint military base, in the middle of the Indian Ocean, and it was hidden in uh, I forget what they call it. Basically. Uh, a type of hair that is is uh, basically undetectable. <laughs> yeah, so it's so it's, it's a really fascinating you're, one. You're kind of saying it's like the military watch lost after ten years of it being out, and they're like, "Yo, this would be cool if we just made an island that went through time." Well, no, it's look it up, Diego Garcia, joint military base, and there were six people on the plane that had a stake and a patent, and each one was worth $3 billion, I think. So times that by six, that's $18 billion. And a company, if they happened to pass away somehow, a company in Texas became the heir to those patents. Well, here you go. Conspiracy, whether that the conspiracy, conspiracy whether that was a whether that was a motive or whether that was a motive or not, they were on the plane, and you know that went down regardless. So I, I'm just saying, there's, there's a lot of shady stuff around it, but that's the that's the conspiracy that I'm most obsessed with right now. Diego Garcia, I'm looking at it right now. Ooh, I'll be reading about this later. This is interesting. Yeah, it is uh, interesting. I, I'm not. I don't. I don't tell it in an exciting way, but uh, you know, I, I, I have. I have an audience. I have a huge, big take that's uh, not related to conspiracy stuff. Sorry, 
I'm just not into that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. I suck. I know. Uh, uh, Terry Cushman, his best friend by 2022, is going to be Jared Carabas. <gasps> that's that's no, my that's, I, that, two years. That's a maniacal laugh. Three Jared laps. and I three years. Get, we like get along, but you know we've had our spats as well and. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> no, I, 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 know, I know. What's that? Have you ever met him in real life? Uh, no, I could have. I did see him at Fenway, you know, but I didn't say anything. Cold feet, Terry. No, ask for a picture with Terry. That's who. Yeah, that's right. Uh, uh, how many Red Sox games are you guys going to go to this year? I'll, I'll I'll still go to a few. It's terrifying that we bought our season tickets in right field just so we could be near Mookie Bet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what Bryce Brent section, section three, baby. Uh, I'm more. going to at least four. Are you? Is that? Are you guys going to the home opener by any chance? Nah, that's a possibility not. for me. Who are they playing? I'm not totally sure. Uh, I'll be there. I'm going to two games, though, against the Angels, and then I'm following the team to uh, New York for two games. New York Yankees? Yankees, yeah. So that's going to be, like, one of my trips this year. Cool. Here's the conspiracy coming out. You want to go to Yankee Stadium. (laughs) 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 Christian built. (laughs) I I have a question for you. Okay, let's hear it. Right now, are you like you? This is I know you're a big time Heim Bloom guy, or like he's your he's your GM, as you say. He's my champion. (laughs) 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 No, but is this this is what you want? Living in okay. Uh, I talked about I talked about this last night. Ownership annoys me. A lot of the biggest mistakes were ownership-driven. You know, Pablo Sandoval, Gunson Crawford, you know, because they wanted to boost ratings. And, um, you know, there were some other – they've handled controversies very poorly. And, you know, there's times where I'm like, man, you know, I wish they would sell the team. But on the other side of the coin, what if the next owner's a douchebag? Or what if he doesn't – you know, pay any attention to the team or what if he wants to tear down Fenway Park? You know, there's plenty sure. of plenty of ways this could go bad. So at the end of the day, I guess I'll put up with, with the Henrys. Okay. Is anyone Some else team. upset? I don't I'm not I'm not calling for the team to be sold or anything crazy like that, but I'm a no, upset. No, I am sell the team. I'm 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 not going to tell them to sell the team. I'm not going to boycott games. There's just nothing I personally do. Nothing, even a thousand people collectively do, will you know impact John Henry's decision on if he wants to get under the luxury tax or not. It's not going to change his pockets at all. Sam that K. is not the spirit. We will. My so, fucking conspiracy alarm is going off. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's what that's what people are saying. You know, is I'm wait, not wait. I'm not going to Red Sox games. I don't want to give uh-huh. John Henry a single dollar of my money. I'm like, well, I want to go to Red Sox games, and I'm still a Red Sox fan. That's just the nature of it. He's not going to sell the team. 
Yeah, well, come September when they have 70 wins. Then I'll go to Red Sox Saint for 20 bucks and it'll be great. Guys, look at watch the Indians this year. Dude, watch the Indians. It makes total sense. I will, Terry. Guys, look at Terry. Check it out. Look. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Guaranteed. Carlos Indians. The Indians made a lot of sneaky good moves, and you know they're going to be in it this year. I really believe that. You know they're they're going to be in the playoffs, and they're going to be interesting. And you know they they did some stuff last year. I think the Red Sox. It's going to be the same path. And talk about shit ownership. It's gonna. Well, they should put more money. Another team I can't believe doesn't put more money into their team is the twins. Like they, that park gets good attendance and I don't know why they're going to go into their second straight year with, you know, bad pitching and, and whatever. I can't wait to follow the White Sox this year. That's That's going to be my second team. Yeah. White Sox going to be dope. I, I hope I'm they a... make jump. I'm excited about the Diamondbacks. True. Made some sneaky good moves, yeah. I got yeah. high hopes for the, the, the Pirates the Reds. this year. The Pirates? Yeah, man. The Pirates. Yeah. Why is that? Yeah, why? Oh, sarcasm. <laughs> Sorry, boys. Oh, oh they, might wait, be they might be we're laying it out all out on the line. Last no, year, no, I actually gosh. thought the Pirates are going to be decent. I remember saying that, and they were not. Yeah, just because you had Josh Bell in fantasy baseball. No, I said that yeah, exactly. before the season started. <laughs> <laughs> Run it back about this time last year. I said the Pirates are going to be a sneaky good team, and I I'm not all that audio. <laughs> Nobody. That's the well, whole point. Yeah, I, I was like, you know, they got a solid bullpen. You got this guy. They got that guy. They got Archer coming back, and, and then they were just fucking awful. And you know, they got this great guy. No one knows about. He's he's a really great character, Felipe Vasquez. I love him. <laughs> I was such a big Vasquez fan, <laughs> man. Uh, Although I will say I don't think I've dropped anybody faster in fantasy baseball than I did Felipe Vasquez, so props to me. What a freak! Wow, can't believe it took us an hour for Oliver to shut himself out. Yeah, yeah well. <laughs> that's got to be a record. That wow, to be go record. Ollie! It's got to be. <laughs> we are. So, uh, hold on, Steve. I'm sorry. Okay, Ho- sorry. Host speaking. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna give us, I'm gonna give us about a ten minute warning here. So whatever we have to hash out here before it ends, let's let's just get to it. I don't know if we have any other takes or any other concerns. Anything anybody's got to get off their chest. Steve, what do you got to say? Let's get this conclusion going. All right, I'm trying to incite Terry to say something ridiculous. Terry, just say something ridiculous, please. <laughs> just just give us some some crazy fucking take so so Gilly can yell at you. That's what I want to hear. <laughs> I jeez. I thought I thought the Chris Taylor one was pretty brutal, but it was. It was. I it was brutal. <laughs> I I don't really know what to say right now. Mm, you know? What's something propos- so actually Yeah what? Steve, you remember you remember this. You remember I said this the other day, right? Got you all up in arms. What was it? Jackie Bradley. Yeah, I heard that too. You hate Jackie Bradley? Yeah, I can't stand Jackie Bradley. That's right. Hell? That was shocking. I, I I fucking hate Jackie Bradley. I repressed Jr. that. Why did you say that? What? Yeah, I would repress something like that yeah. too. No, uh, no, I'm I'm very confident in that. I hate you Jackie. Fucking hate Jackie Bradley. I hate Jackie Bradley. Like what yes, reasons? Because he can't hit. 
Yes, because he is as inconsistent as a hitter as they come. Yes, I know he's a gold glove center fielder. I know he's got a great arm, yada, yada. I know the defense, great. But every year in spring training especially, they say that Jackie Bradley's junior swing is better. It's It looks better, all this. And every year it's the same song and dance. I'm sick and tired of it. I can't wait for him to be out the door. That's fucked That's up. Can you just take him for what he is? I think I think you're taking Jackie Bradley Jr. For, for granted. When he, yeah, when he won ALCS MVP, <laughs> were you like, I fucking hate this guy? That's yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> you listen to too much sports. No, 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 to answer your, no, to answer that question seriously. Obviously, I was happy when he contributed, and obviously, I was screaming louder than anybody when he you know, hit go-ahead home run after go-ahead home run and everything. But as a whole, I just don't like the player. Like, sorry. Oh. You're going to wish he was back. I, I'm with Al on that one. No! Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. Don't get me wrong. I've never seen. Jackie's done soon because it's like, okay, he's a 31-year-old going into his last year of player or uh, team control. So I, I know his time is coming to an end. But Thank you, Terry. I've up. never seen a player just go on a hot streak and then just completely lose his mechanics like Bradley does three times a year. It's just so aggravating. Oh, it's so exhilarating. And but you hate him? You don't when hate Jackie him, Bradley Jr. gets hot, it is so cool. That, that, what, that five-week what about stretch the time? every year is so fucking fun. I have a JBG's shirt, Terry. So. I, I know you guys hate Dennis Eckersley, but don't forget the time Bradley took that selfie with him and then trashed him on his Twitter account. Oh, no. What? Just because Can we're you... David Price fans, we hate David, Dennis Eckersley? Yeah, rewind that real quick. <laughs> can, can we just, can we just, can we just address the fact that you just said all four of us hate Dennis Eckersley with no basis or, or anything? You love David Price. How, how, how many bullets? How many bullets did you take for David Price while I was like talking about that incident? It was I don't like, give a shit it was about like that a, incident. That has, I, I it, love Eck in the booth. But, and I love David it makes Price your boy on the look bad. It makes oh, your boy look bad. So I wouldn't I don't care, care about because it, but... it had no impact on his pitching. <laughs> Those two incidents are a big reason why the Red Sox are paying $16 million of his salary. Oh, please. That Each year. An, oh, that's the worst thing your Chris Sale take. Here we go. Oh, oh, there you go. Oh, I gave you one. I gave you one. You can't honestly think that his disagreement with a Nesson employee is a contributed to them trading him. Owner ownership hates David Price. Do you do you really think they're they're sad that they're that he's not on the team anymore and they have to pay they're probably sad they gotta pay sixteen million of a salary. No, but, they're excited but, him and Mookie Betts are both gone because now they don't have to pay the luxury tax fine. Well they would have barely been under it with with uh prices full <laughs> salary so yeah, it's another comfortably under it, so they can go out and make a trade to grab another Martin Perez type scrub. So they can sell the team and put all the money into Liverpool. I'm telling you, that's it. 
That's what it is. <laughs> As yeah, if you look at John Henry's Twitter feed, it's mostly about Liverpool. It's very Josh, no, Josh might be on. Josh might be on to something. I, Liverpool is like, super hot right now. Too, no, so come like, on, guys. That's the biggest fucking. John Henry's <laughs> one of the most competitive owners in all of sports. Okay, he what? he he wants a good baseball team. No, he he's this year. He's, he I'm does not. This he's guy, in that owner's box every night. You can say that, and so, since he's bought the team, he's been wanting to be competitive. That's fine. This year, he does not want to be competitive. So he had no is, choice. What's, what's more of a world stage, Terry? The the British Premier League or MLB? Just, Definitely just the question. British Premier League. Okay, so he is number one in the British Premier League right now. Number one, the, the Liverpool is the number one team in the British Premier League. If he were to sell the Red Sox right now and then go snag somebody and have like the open funding to even like talk to a player like even like Neymar, right, who's been hopping around team to team, they would go fucking nuts in Liverpool, nuts, and they would probably win three straight Premier League titles. So, like, that's so going to take care of itself. He's a baseball guy. That's his. But all I'm sport. saying is, this is, you love conspiracies, man. This is probably the best one you could think of because he would have. We're, all we're that only money talking about this. Money. We're only talking about this because Mookie Betts is playing on the Dodgers. <laughs> and because the, the Red Sox are a big fish. We should be the one going after a guy like Mookie Betts, not selling him. We, we needed Garrett Cole. We needed right. Garrett Cole this season. We didn't need Mookie Betts. Last year, the Washington Nationals didn't need Bryce Harper. They let him walk. They went and got pitching. They win the championship. That doesn't happen. Okay, but Juan Soto is not walking happen. through that door as a Bryce Harper yeah. replacement. We don't have a Juan Soto to follow in the footsteps. I get, get I Alex get. Verdugo. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But that's uh, like, uh, that's why it wasn't difficult for the Nationals to move on because they knew what they had in Soto, <laughs> and they were right to do so. Uh, Guys, dance, puppets dance, dance puppets dance. We're gonna we're gonna win a World Series between 2023 and 2025, and then we're gonna win another one shortly thereafter. There you go. We'll come back. Uh, that's to a good that. take. Right. Thanks. We'll, we'll... Let, let's end on that. We're, yeah. we're all in a peaceful situation. Let's end on that. Wait, hold on. Before you go, this Bradley show did not. Yeah, Steve. This I'm show not did not that live up hype. I'm shocked <laughs> by the, the Jackie Bradley thing. Just fucking burned my brain tonight. Was your Terry? He said, "Let's talk about the hype," and then he got out of the camera view. What the? I'm so here. I had to set my Gatorade, man. You know what? You're I got myself hydrated because I thought I was going to be in a slugfest with Gilly and Oliver. So I'm like, well, I better get some Gatorade, man. <laughs> yeah, come on, look at that. The fact that you're content. This, we're the Boston Red Sox. We're, we're supposed to be the one buying players. We're not supposed to be worried about the luxury tax. And I understand to a certain degree, you kind of want to play it out a little bit. Well, that, but that's why you don't sign a guy like Eovaldi for the money they did. And you don't. Or go Chris Sale and- a year fucking early. Yeah, but Chris Sale is Chris Sale. Nathan Eovaldi, we knew that he was he overperformed in that year, and we like paid him retroactively. He overperformed in three fucking starts. He was shit, basically, the whole time we had him, except for he had one start against the Twins right away, and then one more against the Yankees, and then he couldn't pitch into the fifth inning for the life of him, Evaldi. And then 
happened to get to face the Yankees again in the playoffs, a launch angle team, which his cutter played well against, and then the Dodgers as well. His Astro start wasn't as good, but it was good enough. And he got a bogus four-year contract on three postseason starts, and that's it. I mean, I'm agreeing then, with you that that was a poor decision, but I'm just saying, like, the decisions and, like that are where the, the errors needed to be corrected slash do whatever you need to do. Honestly, and this is actually, you know what, Terry? You were nice and calm you know, before you're, I'm getting you jazzed up here, but I, <laughs> in a heartbeat, would rather have traded Eovaldi and Benintendi as, like, the sweetener to the deal to get rid of that money than what we just did. I don't care if Mookie uh, walked at the end I of this year. I don't get rid of Mookie. I don't care. I don't, I don't get care. rid of Ben Benintendi under any circumstances. That's a, that's and that is a terrible take. Is he? Terrible. I, I know. That, How is I Andrew Benintendi untouchable? He's gonna hit seventeen home runs and steal twenty bags for three, four years. Okay. All right. I, I take that back. If I'm getting if I'm getting Dustin <clears throat> in May or Walker yeah. Mueller, okay. You're okay. No bye shit. bye Benintendi. <laughs> You're not. But I'm not. Yeah, no I'm way. not putting him in a package to just to. Get rid of Eovaldi. That's like the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Why? Andrew Benintendi is 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 a He's very a productive player. outfielder. He's got a three seventy OBP on a good year. Oh wow! Oh, on a good year, I, you're, you're, ripping, you're ripping out stats when you're not about Mookie Betts. But you're talking that, about one of the, that's, the most there's no comparison players in major league history, and you don't even want to touch him. To pay him the money that he's actually owed and deserves. Gosh, you're you're so oh, fucking I, full of shit. You're talking about a guy who's going to cost three point six million dollars. I'm not giving that type of production oh away God. for that cheap of money. I'm not doing can it. You admit it's that. Fucking it stupid. Matter. Can you admit it's that Benintendi took a huge step back last year? He did, but okay, so has Mookie at various points. <laughs> Was Mookie Betts twenty seven? Oh, where was he in the MVP race? They're going to have an off year. An off year still, when you're still like top still five in the voting. Sounds great. Mookie awesome. Betts last four years, MVP two, MVP six, MVP one, last year, MVP eight, for those keeping track. What, 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 oh, please. what was 2017? Sixth. Sixth, okay. Well, it, it wasn't that, the same that as year, the... We actually talked about this uh, in our group chat. And Gilly made this point, and I agree with him because I was defending Benintendi. I'm a Benintendi guy, but I'm not clearly not as much as you are. Mookie Betts' 2017 season, by far, by far, his worst year is more productive than any year Benintendi's had so far. I'm not an Andrew Benintendi guy. I'm a fucking value guy. And for $3.6 million, Andrew Benintendi be my left fielder. For $27 million, Mookie Betts can be my fucking DH. I don't give a shit. Just get him on the field. I'll, right. I'll take Alex Verdugo at that rate. I know you will. Oh, my God. I'm not paying uh, the money. Today, I don't give a shit. Uh, three years left to control. Are we going to do this over again in two years from now with Ben and Tendi? No shit. Whatever the market value is, $35 fucking million. How are you not a Rays fan? Oh, my God. Or an A's fan? Or like these teams that thrive off value contracts. I, I don't mind either of those teams, but I'll spend money on pitching all day long. That's where the value is, and that's where World Series gets won. 
you guys, you guys have lost sight of what made this team great. Go back to those first three titles. Yeah, we that. did not have, we did not have one stupid sustainable contract on the books, and that's why we won because we were smart and we had good pitching. What about you put a fucking four hundred? I don't know how the fuck we won it in 2018. Because they you know, had the best we were, offense that in was baseball the... with very good postseason pitching by David Price. The bullpen. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Once game five of the <laughs> ALCS rolled around. But that year is an anomaly compared to the rest of them. And yeah, no other team has won it with anomaly. remotely a payroll. Oh, time out. Time out. Time out a second. Time out. Time out. Terry. Talking to me here for a second because I know you deal with these guys on a day-to-day basis. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Do you – would you really, really not – would you have rather the Red Sox honestly not won the 2018 World Series with these contracts? With some of these outrageous that contracts? Be, like, that would they, be ridiculous, but it's an anomaly. I, I'm not going to come off of that. Anomaly. 2013 was the most bizarre year Agreed. ever. That was like pure city yeah, mojo absolutely. with the Boston bombing. We had two of the best postseason pitchers of this era. I'm just saying, but that was like a, is literally like... A, all, a group of guys that were like platoon players that played out of their minds. And we were the number one happened. offense. We had a good going team. into 2013. In they were projected what they were. Nobody had World Series expectations, playoff even expectations going into 2013. Exactly, because we, we went out and got guys that nobody else wanted. We signed Johnny Gomes. We could go out and get Mike Napoli. Even Salta Lamacchia hadn't been around in a while. Steven Drew. Like, Shane Victorino, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big Victorino fucking Nava. Both of them. <laughs> Napoli went to back-to-back World Series. Shane Victorino, 2008 World Champion. Those were guys who came in and could handle the moment. And and they were being added to a very talented young core of players. Uh, Jacoby Ellsbury had a pretty decent year that year. Uh, Dustin Pedroia was still very productive. David Ortiz. (laughs) I I don't have to even go there. And we had a pretty good pitching staff. I thought Detroit was going to beat us. Uh, Don't get me wrong. I really thought they did. but, But we made a lot of smart decisions. And... And then look at the bullpen situation that year. We had Joel Hanrahan, an all-star closer, down in the month of April. Andrew Bailey was a high-end, you know, late-inning reliever. He went down with a shoulder thing. Andrew Miller was coming up. He breaks his ankle. And then you finally Koji gets it. And then Koji gets it, man. And it was a freak one. Koji came out of nowhere. Yep. Granted, I'm glad it happened, but damn, that's. That was like the biggest, like I don't know. To me, looking back, out of like that nowhere, was an awesome year. Uh, like, that was so unexpected. And and not only that, that's one of the most dominant seasons a closer has like ever had. It, it is was for a single season. It, it was, but what I'm saying is, you know, we made a lot of smart moves. You know, in, in most of our recent champions. And she need to get back to that. I'll pay for pitching all day long. I would have given Garrett Cole that exact contract if we had the the flexibility to do it. But no, we had to blow our load on Chris Sale a fucking year early. He would have got a one year deal this year after after oh, having those PRP. And- 
I just want to say before Chris we, Sale would not have gotten a multi-year deal. Before we close this <laughs> off, Terry Cushman noted would pay for pitching, noted hates David Price contract, hates Evaldi contract, maybe justifiably so, hates Chris Sale contract. But Wasn't the whole behind but would pay for the best pitcher in Major League Baseball. Yeah. That's the whole reason they traded for Chris Sale too, is because they didn't want to go out and sign some random thirty plus year old starting pitcher like John Lackey who is not a guarantee. Granted, John Lackey's kind of a weird exception, too. That 2013 year, he played his ass off, and then he didn't want to be there anymore because he didn't really have awesome. to be because of the stupid clause <laughs> in his contract. Two, two or three years ago, what what do you think Madison Bumgarner's var- market would have been coming into this year? I, I was thinking high 100s. Yeah, you would have sure. that. for what, 585? Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I would have taken a deal like that uh, on a guy like Bumgarner. Absolutely. This was a this was a great year for starting pitching. There were plenty of guys that could have been had at great value, but we fucked ourselves last winter with a couple of bad deals. And and this is the penalty that we're gonna pay. And I just talk about injury so history. So we're, we're bum past couple of years. I know, so. Mad Bum injury history and then Miles. I don't know. Like I, well, I, I one yeah, of them was I, I like what the one of them was off the field, though. So was and, Cespedes, and wasn't but you're the, not touching him. That, that I would, I wouldn't have touched him, regardless. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we're 15 minutes past time. Not as bad as I thought we would be. Um, so I'd like to thank our wonderful guests for joining us tonight. One Terry Cushman of. Benny and the Bets podcast, infamous Twitter follow. If you haven't followed them yet and you're a Red Sox fan, you're missing out on some great content. Um, and, you know, another becoming more and more frequent guest on here. Al, thanks for joining us, of course, host of Lingo Legends, Legends Lingo. I'm never sure which way it is. I say it's Legends. Le- Legends is always first. Legends, Legends Lingo. Legends Lingo. Come first. I don't, I'll try to remember it. But it goes yeah, back and forth in my mind all the time. Well, if you if you don't remember it, you can't be a co-host. So, That's fine. That's I mean. fair. Ooh. Can I shout out to Al for a second here? My favorite part of this podcast last week was when Steve Scott proclaimed himself a man child in the middle of the podcast. Oh, uh, that was great. Having having Steve having Steve on as a co-host and having Terry Collin at the end was just flat out perfect. It was great. It was great. A moment of great self-awareness. It was. So, again, thank you, boys. Be on the lookout. We got sock season coming up. Um, Yeah, well, we'll stay in touch. Keep going at it on Twitter. If you listen through an hour and a half of this, you need Jesus. Shout out Jake Ruthier. Um, (laughs) I don't know how you can sit through and listen to an hour and a half of us argue and yell at each other but hey you made it congratulations um thanks again to our big guests take. for coming on steve and final take. big take final big take i'm kind of sad that there wasn't any crying tonight i was wrong um and it was kind of it was kind of a chill pod except for the last like 15 minutes hopefully next time we're we're fighting more <laughs> no i got it out of my system we know we know where the team stands this year Terry, I just can't believe you hate Jackie Bradley. That blows my fucking mind. 
I can't believe I it. don't hate him to the level of Al, but I'm looking forward to the having him in the lineup every year and having an automatic out for three months out of the season in the nine hole. Uh, I can't <laughs> wait for him to be gone. Al, why? Al, so yeah, fuck he, he could no, get I'm, traded. I'm logging he, off. He could here, get yeah, here, here, here. If you guys want the answer to that, come on my podcast, and then we'll we can hash it out. Fine. Put it that one. Trade Ben Attendee 2020. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with it. <laughs> Not Benny actually, gone. <laughs> Benny over. I'm sorry, Jackie Bradley over Benny. Yeah, how about? Are you guys content uh, with this outfield? Three guys. Uh, Incapable of hitting 25 home runs in a season? No. no. Just, it's no. not at all. It's not the right era. Brandon's going to hit 26 this year. Who is? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I was going to say Benny. <laughs> you know what? Trade Benny for a a bag of balls. Jackie, oh, hit, Jackie did hit 27 one year. Hell yeah. He did. Dude, sign uh, that's my fucking goal. I'm, I'm, weak. I'm with it. I'm all in. Trade, with it. trade Benny for uh, a slapdick <laughs> prospect. Trade Benny for a pitching prospect and sign Puig. Perfect. All right, cool. It. We're done. Peace out, Girl Scouts. All right, peace out, Girl Scouts. All right, take it easy, guys. Take it easy, guys. Thank you. <laughs>